just a couple of fruitcakes doing a podcast. Exactly. I got rear-ended today. What? You okay? Oh. Yeah, I'm fine. Car's what? okay, too. What? Like, the damage wasn't that bad, but just like I was driving down the street and uh, got rear-ended. By, was it a college student? Of course it was. Of course it was! Oh my god, that's so fucking annoying. I actually have a theory about that. Hit me. Okay. Bad choice of words. (laughs) (laughs) But no, my theory is um, because college students for the past like year have been dealing with the plague, they haven't been able to go out and socialize as much, and a lot of college students don't get a car until they get to college, so they haven't had the chance to practice. Oh, I was going to say they have a lot of cooped up insanity, but your take is much kinder. (laughs) Much kinder take than mine would be. Possibly that, too. But, yeah, I was just driving along, and then, bam, right in the back of the, of the car. I've seen them lined up outside of unnamed club. I don't trust them as far as I can throw them, and I'm not very strong yet. Yeah, I don't I don't really trust them either. Yeah. I was very annoyed with the, uh, the person who hit me. Yeah. I'm glad but it didn't beat you up or anything. You said the car's okay, too? Yeah, the car's okay. Like, oh, it's just God. a little bit of the paint off of their bumper onto mine. Mm. But still, I was stopped at a light. I... <laughs> they fucked up as bad as they could. They must have been fucking zooming down that road and just didn't stop for the light? Like, what? Oh, my God. Or just were looking at a phone or something. I don't uh, know. Were they alone in the car? Yes. That's fucking annoying. It's Gender Swap. Welcome to Gender Swap, a podcast by two transgender siblings, one of whom got rear-ended today and not the fun way, and the other of whom just got done with studying in the library. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Micah. My pronouns are they, them, and she, her. And my name is Stevie, and I use he, they pronouns, and it really was not as productive of a study sesh as I wish it had been, but that's just because I can't figure out how to use unnamed university's fucking wi-fi it's very shitty it is very Mm. shitty and now that i'm paying for my own phone plan my data plan is shitty so i'm sitting there trying to figure out how to connect the tablet and the school wi-fi is working on my phone but it's not working on the tablet and i use the same login and i don't know where's the disconnect i don't know so i was doing my homework on my phone which was less effective but not as much fun not as much fun, no. I want big tippy-tappy screen. Uh, but I was yeah. borrowing Shiloh's tablet, um, which doesn't hold a charge at all. I didn't realize that before now, but I have one of my own coming in, like, Thursday. So that'll be exciting. I'll have it for school books. Um, Good. Uh, but hopefully before um, Tuesday, I can read 129 pages of a novel for one of my classes. One class. One class has a Yeah, that sounds right. 120. I'm in three literature classes. And that a was lot of di- reading. Yeah, that was fucking dumb on my end. I don't really know what I thought would happen here. Actually, no, I do. Literature classes I've had in the past, they weren't all exclusively reading. I had a lit class that was actually about analyzing Hitchcock films. So we were doing textual analysis, but we weren't doing reading full-length novels. And so the classes I do have are... This is the only one so far that's assigned, like, full novels. The other ones are, like, here's short readings, but then it's four different readings that are ten pages each. So it's like, okay, well, you're kind of just, like, shitting out of your ass right now and into mine. So, like, I don't really know what I'm supposed to do here except for, like, learn how to read again. Turns Mm. out... uh, uh, 
So that is how my college career is going right now. Gotcha. Indeed. By the way, what was your major? <laughs> Humanities. Eh, I, that's a good major. Yeah. I'm, it's great for making content. It is. I'm very knowledgeable about society, which is cool. That is but cool. But I... I was going to get a master's degree in library science. I'm in my senior year at Unnamed University, by the way. I say senior year. I'm probably going to have to take another semester or two, but that's more financial aid, so I can't really complain. You know how it is. Say love you. But now I don't really want to get a master's degree anymore. Like, I don't want to go to grad school. I I really don't. I know that feeling. I also considered grad school after my music major, but given my original four-year degree took me seven years to get i definitely was not feeling like doing any more schooling at the time and now i can't blame i've gone you. so long that there's no way i'm going back mm. no i absolutely can't blame you like i don't know what the fuck i'm supposed to like i feel like i'm barely hanging on right now as it is and if you put me in for another two or three years i'd lose my fucking marbles like and the problem is that I feel like degrees have been so devalued at this point to where like having they a bachelor's have. is the equivalent of having a high school like a high school degree. Yep. And like so it's like, well if I want to survive, I'll get a master's. I'm like, cool, well that's more debt and also I might just like jump off the roof if I have to actually stay in school and keep doing this. Also, do you even want to do library science? I don't know. Why are you just asking this now? You've already declared your major. You better not disappoint your mother. You already do disappoint your mother. So now I do content creation. And so goes the circle of content creation. <laughs> you disappoint your mother, you make more content. You disappoint your mother, you make more content. And then she says, I tried to watch your content because I missed you. Um, but I didn't like your content, so I stopped watching it. And that's very oh, that's funny. Given what my, it is. Um, but I don't, I don't think I make my... I make my content for a very specific demographic. <laughs> I don't really make it for mothers. So, you know. <laughs> no, that is fair. That Not your target audience. Not mother-endorsed content. <laughs> and on that note, Stevie, what did you have for breakfast? Breakfast update, 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 breakfast update. This is a good one. So, I had... Um, coffee from unnamed nearby coffee shop um, i had a cold brew with french vanilla cream extra cream to be exact they took away the cold brew i liked so i had to get an alternate one and i also oh. had a blueberry muffin and i got shiloh a latte and a chocolate muffin and i got it before work and it was very good and then i had a good day micah what did you have for breakfast i had a bowl of cereal you always have a bowl of cereal yes i do it's fruit loops today <laughs> Oh, that's good. Fruit Loops, Fruit Loops are really good. Fruit Loops are tasty. <laughs> this has been Breakfast Update, I guess. This has been Breakfast <laughs> Update. <laughs> I never know when you're going to pull it out. <laughs> I guess yeah, I know. every time. So I've been doing a lot of uh, looking around to see what news we could discuss today. Yeah. Hell of a news cycle right now. Hell of a news cycle. So we may as well get this cycle started. Here is the news. First headline, which isn't actually a headline. I'm just saying all of this from memory. Mm -hmm. 
Hurricane Ida has made landfall in Louisiana as a Category 4 with 150-mile-per-hour winds. It is the strongest hurricane to make landfall in Louisiana since 1850. Oh, God. And it is making landfall on the anniversary of Hurricane Katrina. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm serious. Like, my first thought was, like, fuck, worse than Katrina? And now that... that Who the fuck is writing this screenplay? This this show sucks. That's pretty really heavy handed, don't you think? Like that's that's like really heavy handed. Like chill. Oh my god, that sucks so bad. It's just a eternal recurring nightmare. Yeah, yeah, it sure is. So that being said, people are gonna need a lot of help down there. Yep, they're going yep, to they need are. a ton of help. My advice: there is a website called MutualAidDisasterRelief.org. Go to that website. You can get more information from them on uh, providing help in whatever way that you're capable of. But, uh, yeah, it's a really good resource. They don't just do hurricanes. They do just about any disaster. And they tend to do mutual aid constantly. So mutualaiddisasterrelief.org. Go check them out. Go see what you can do to help. This is is kind of my PSA for this, this episode. I am already tweeting that fucking link out on our account that is gender underscore swap underscore pod if you want a direct url it is over there already solidarity not charity that is a good slogan yes it is yeah massive hurricane right now it is apparently uh hitting a bunch of oil refineries that provide 18 percent of the fuel for the united states so something else to look out for is expect gas prices to go up over the next few weeks holy shit yeah also, another fun fact, a good, uh, I believe the number was 60% of the Louisiana coast has been eroded away already, oh my so God. they don't have the natural barrier against the hurricanes that they used to have. That's why these storms are doing so much more damage, Oh, and that erosion was caused by, drumroll please, Ba-da. fossil fuel extraction. Because of fucking course it was. Because, yep. of cor- because of course it was. We live in hell. We live in hell. We live in hell. In other news, third conservative radio host who condemned vaccines has died of COVID. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. A conservative Florida radio host who spoke out against COVID-19 vaccines died after a weeks-long fight with the virus, marking the third radio personality to die from coronavirus who publicly rejected vaccines. The death of Mark Bernier, 65, who was a mainstay on talk radio in Daytona, was announced on Saturday night by WNDB, the radio station he was affiliated with for three decades. If I remember correctly, didn't he call himself Mr. Anti-Vax? Yes, he did call himself (laughs) Mr. Anti-Vax. Mr. Anti-Vax got, uh, antied because he didn't get the vax. Yeah. By the way, this, this, this headline was courtesy of Politico. I feel like I shouldn't I feel like I shouldn't laugh or else people are gonna get up in arms, but at the same time, like come on, again, showrunners, very heavy handed, really pushing a certain narrative. Um, and I feel like I feel like the audience of this show is probably just real tired of it at this point. I, it's me, I'm the audience. <laughs> I feel like you can just kind of look around and be like, okay. Uh, we are kind of pushing a theme, kind of pushing a message. Do you maybe want to lighten up on the politics a little? <laughs> but, you know, 
Well, Here we are. I could I could certainly try to lighten up the politics, but unfortunately, there's not a whole lot of lighter politics to go with in this news cycle. I don't mean this show. I mean, oh, the- I mean the universe at large. Like whoever's writing ah. this show, you know. Okay, I follow. I thought you were specifically telling me to stop being so political here, and I'm like, no, I'm, I'm telling that I'm telling like the writers of like the universe that they're kind of going a little bit hard right now. Like three yeah. conservative radio hosts died of COVID. Come on, man! Like that's so that's so much. No, it really is. And uh, me adding God Himself for bad writing skills, right? <laughs> At Yahweh, chill out, please. <laughs> Go back to college and get a degree, you lazy fuck. Your screenplays suck ass. I don't know if that would necessarily help the screenplays get better, though. Don't do them. Sometimes people have a lot of education, and they're just not really good at what they do. Uh, Case in point, there's a lot of doctors who are also anti-vax. That I don't understand. Same goes with nurses. I want to know, sort of, like, what's the fucking correlation? Like, what's not clicking there? Some, it's just, it's because the vaccines have become this, uh, it's become part of the culture war. Mm. So people automatically decide, well, I'm on this side of the culture fight, so I guess I'm going to have to rail against what the other side wants, no matter how much sense it makes. Which is confusing, Which just, because like you'd think they'd be on the side of medical research and science, and I don't really understand how you can have that much... Like, not only do you have access to the information, you have the ability to understand the information you are accessing. Not just and that, you are, they have... They have the ability to see people dying from COVID all day, every day. Exactly. Like, I, what's their alternative? Like, what's the solution? Like, their solution is ivermectin. Oh, the horse gum. Horse the paste, horse whatever gun. the fuck it is. Horse The worm. horse paste. Do you know what it does? No. It's a dewormer. Great. So what it does is it kills parasites and worms and horses. And then, the second part of it is it helps the horses poop out the parasites so if you take it you get like the worst diarrhea absolutely possible gonna shit out the covid shit out your brain shit out your spine it's all gone you're just an empty husk of a man yep oh my god and people are taking this rather than getting the vaccine they would rather shit out their stomach lining than take a damn vaccine oh my god that's oh my god there's so much there there's so much there because you'd think that it's because they don't want to feel uncomfortable because of the symptoms they decided that the vaccine has covid and it is going to fucking kill them but you (laughs) you're going to take something that wasn't even manufactured for humans to take i don't understand i really don't understand i feel like that's putting fucking like motor oil in dog food when your dog is sick and then expecting him to get well like girly what the fuck is happening it wasn't made for that and yet here we are and yet here we are putting motor oil in the dog food not literally but 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 metaphorically our listeners are smart enough to know that's metaphor i mean you say that and i'm not disparaging our listeners but there's always one no, that's fair. I think people started unfollowing me today because of a, a tweet I posted on <gasps> TikTok. Did you see it? No. What tweet did you post? So, okay, it was on TikTok. This, oh God, there's a lot of layers to this for it to make sense. 
So for listeners who know, you know on TikTok, that audio, here comes the boy. Hello, boy. Welcome. There he is. That audio has been really popular. And people have been using that audio to show off sweet boys. The original audio was showing off like a cat in the neighborhood. Um, And then people have been taking that audio and, and... turning it so someone parodied the audio with here comes the man hello grown-ass man hello taxpayer here he comes because people were using that audio to like woobify grown-ass celebrities and so they they did that to that audio okay the tweet that i showed with that audio has a minecraft youtuber called george not found And the original tweet, he's in a pink sweater and it's comparing him, (laughs) him to little kitty paws on pink fabric. And it's, it's woobifying a grown ass man. And then the retweet says he is a grown man with dick and balls. And so that is the tweet that I posted with that audio. And the Minecraft YouTube fandom is pretty notorious for having some really intense members. And even people who are in the fandom will agree. I'm not disparaging you all. You know that some of you all are fucking batshit. Most of y'all, I'd say, are chill. But the ones who are batshit are loud. And that's the problem. That's what it always is. Exactly. Exactly. It's always the worst part of a fandom that takes over the airways. Oh, Um, yes. At large, I generally enjoy the Minecraft YouTube uh, community fandom. I've dabbled a bit in it, just not in a while. Um, But that video is getting a fuck ton of traction because that community is, like, really, really big right now, which I did not expect because I am not a Minecraft YouTube, like, TikTok account. Like, I don't care. I just thought it was fucking funny. Like, I've had the statement, he is a grown man with dick and balls, stuck in my head for the past, like, 36 hours. (laughs) Just, like... Pretty much every time I read a comment that's, like, woobifying Shiloh, he is a grown man with dick and balls. Because it happens to Shiloh much more than it happens to me. Um, Because Shiloh is much more, like, I feel like, presents very soft, and I just look like a grouchy old man. Um, Anyway. old man. You're younger than I am. I would still argue that I'm pretty grouchy. Oh, no, you're grouchy. See? (laughs) (laughs) Don't disparage my grouchiness and my ability to grouch. Fuck off. <laughs> um, All right, Oscar, calm down. <laughs> so I was already losing followers because TikTok hates me. Um, I had hit 406k a few months ago, and I just now hit today below 406k. I lost it. And then people started coming, commenting on the video where I announced that, saying I had to refollow you three times this week because they're just automatically being unfollowed. Anyway... Oh. Now the rate is going even quicker than it had been, so I am blaming the George Not Found Kitty Soft Paws He Has Dick and Balls uh, TikTok tweet. That's a, as as good a thing to blame as any. Yeah, you know, I'd rather I'd rather blame George Not Found Dick and Balls rather than my own ineptitude at this app. It's not ineptitude if they keep changing the algorithm. That's true. You're basically playing a game where. Uh, have you ever read, uh, shit, what's that book? Have you ever read Good Omens? No, I can't read, but I did love the show. Okay, well, there is a line in Good Omens about how the problem with God is it's like playing a game of poker in a room that is completely dark, yep. and you don't actually understand the rules, and you can't see the cards, but the dealer just keeps smiling. 
I remember that line. It was from the like the very first episode in the opener. Uh, yeah. No, that's how it's starting to feel. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's not very good. My time on this app is becoming increasingly hostile. <laughs> uh, it's unfortunately how a lot of time goes on a lot of these apps. Uh, this is completely unrelated to anything. Stevie, are those two hickeys on your neck? No, I'm a grown man. I'm a grown-ass man with dick and balls. <laughs> I'm a grown-ass man with dick and balls. I'm sorry, I, j- I just saw them. I'm like, those are some bad mosquito bites. I was like, wait a second. God That's a grown-ass it. man with dick and balls. Those are mosquito is. bites. <laughs> if you don't name... If, if that phrase is not the title of this episode, I'm going to be I pissed. Cannot, I cannot make it the title. What if you censor it? I... Y- We'll see. We'll see. I'll figure out something. We're not going to say anything funnier than that statement. This episode is the problem. I don't know. We might. No, that's true. I'll set, I'll set, the, bar, I'll set the bar high. I found an article to read. Oh, hit me. Oh my god, I'm so excited. This is my new favorite segment. Micah scours the internet for dumb articles and then we make fun of them. Exactly. It's something that we first introduced on uh, one of our Patreon episodes, which I highly encourage you to go sign up for our Patreon. $3 a month gets you uh, more content. Uh, You'll get an episode on the off weeks that we don't post a a live episode for the main feed. So this particular article, What Men Want, Six Qualities Men Look For in the Ideal Woman. This is from EliteDaily.com. Okay, so last time we did what men like in other men, and if you don't want to subscribe to our Patreon to support us, just subscribe to listen to that one episode. Please, I'm begging you. It's really good. It's, it's so an article good. from 1902 Cosmopolitan. It and is it's brilliant. And it's exactly as homoerotic as the title sounds. So, number one, mm-hmm. every guy has his certain type. Mm-hmm. Obviously, physical appearance factors in and when it comes to dressing up and going out he might like to show off how beautiful you are however there is a fine line between trashy and attractive oh no something around 40 percent of revealed skin is the perfect amount (laughs) you have to judge it via percentage what yeah that's that's number one that's the first thing on this list okay no more than 40 percent of bare titty understood exactly number two Every guy seeks someone who's humble and has a chill personality. So, ladies, if you think you're the shit, you won't get far with a man who's successful and attractive. He knows he can find a lady who's humble, hot, and offers some substance. A bad personality is fatal. So, in other words, if you know your own worth, you can't attract a man. Yeah, I feel like you editorialized a little bit in the beginning there. Um, I feel like they weren't allowed to say the shit. Um, No, they said it. You're full of it. Nope. It's so, comma, ladies, comma, if you think you're the shit, comma, you won't get far with a man who's successful and attractive. You said the word, you you used the word chill and then the shit. What year was this again? Oh, this is modern. This is a modern article. I was so fucking confused. Okay, that's why. I thought we were still in the 1900s and I was like, what the fuck is happening? Hey, this is modern and it's by Cosmopolitan? 
No, this is modern. This is by EliteDaily.com. EliteDaily.com, and it is this sexist and shitty. Oh my god, already. We are not starting strong. I was like, if this is the 20th century, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But, like, this is... Oh my god. 40% of revealed skin makes you not a whore, and it makes men like you. Also, you better hate yourself, or else he'll see that you don't hate yourself, and he will not... He will not get with you. Yep, you got the gist of it. Oh my god, okay. Wow, and that is just in the first two tips... The first two tips. We're now on tip number three. Okay. Men want a girl with whom they can converse. Intelligence is important. Being an airhead is unattractive and often a deal breaker. I hear a lot of ladies talk about communication with men. However, it's a two-way street and applies to both parties. Opposites may very well attract, but sometimes in relationships, they don't work in effect. So I would just like to say that I have been on a lot of first dates. I have been on many a first date. Every woman I have ever been on a first date with, even if we did not mesh romantically, every girl or like AFAB person I've ever I've ever met is the most interesting person I've ever met. I just get to talk to the coolest person I've ever met for an hour. If I am on a first date with a man, every single time, if we don't click romantically, I'm talking to a piece of wet bread for an hour. And they are giving me nothing, and I'm giving nothing in return because they are giving me nothing. I... Well, well Stevie, that's because, uh, you know, communication is a two-way street, so obviously you weren't communicating well enough, according to this. Apparently. But maybe I just didn't care that his dad was in the FBI, and his mom was in the CIA, and his girlfriend liked... His ex-girlfriend liked his dog more than he did, and now he's blah, 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 blah. Like, shut up! I don't want to hear about your fucking ex-girlfriend and your dog. Stop talking about your parents! I'm trying to hit it, but now I don't want to! Stop it! Anyway, he sucked extremely bad, and he was a secret Republican. It sounds... It, I was going to say, this sounds very specific. Then it turns out that he wasn't actually a secret Republican. I was just bad at reading all the signs. He was a walking red flag. Gotcha. Well, you know what? You live and you learn. And you don't talk to people who are the children of CIA agents. No, you definitely don't do that, kids. Not if you love yourself. Pro tip, don't talk to the offspring of the CIA and the FBI. Don't talk to kids of cops. Don't talk to cops. Don't talk to pastors or kids of pastors. Just don't bother. Don't talk to kids of pastors until five years after they graduate high school. By then, they've gone off the rails and they're cool. (laughs) Okay, number four. (laughs) Men love surprises, but it seems that these days, men usually only give them to women. By surprises, I mean anything from buying him something he wants to initiating sex. When he least expects it, Grab his junk or start oh, no. performing oral. Oh, a no. Few, a few, few things are sexier than when your girlfriend is feeling frisky. Also, never tell a man that a guy from your past was hotter or that you'd had a better connection with your ex. Always play to his ego. It's a win-win. Sup- surprise him a little bit and spice up the relationship by sexually assaulting him. Will y'all shut the fuck up? Oh, my God. No, nah, but men, men want attention. That's what that section was. Yeah, men want attention, which means don't... Stop, ladies. Stop asking for consent. Your man does not want questions. He wants you to suck his dick as a surprise. He wants to be scared as shit when you go down on him. Oh my god. There's so much there. There's so much there. I... The number of conversations I have had with AFAB friends talking about... 
how their boyfriends don't do jack shit for them and don't put in any effort when they are always like buying him coffees or like suggesting they go out to brunch and that kind of thing. And then it's like, I have literally had female friends say, I see how nice you and Shiloh are to each other and how you are always surprising each other. And I wish he would put in that kind of effort for me. And maybe my friends are the outlier. Maybe EliteDaily.com knows it all. But I have a lot of male friends as well, and I do not tend to see a similar proportion of dissatisfied men in my life as I do dissatisfied women. There is so much going on there. Oh my god. Also, every, every AFAB I know who's dated a fellow AFAB pretty much every time is like, yeah, this is better than being with men, at least in their opinion. And again, maybe I'm just around a bunch of liberal cuck SJW beta males, but I mean, that's just the trend that I see based on my very professional college-funded research. Number five, men love when women get a little jealous. Oh, God. Okay. But acting psychotic is a different story. Oh, my God, then which is it? Just a little jealousy to show that you care is a turn-on. Also, defend him. Always. Not only is it attractive, it is also crucial for maintaining a close bond. I, okay. So always go to bat for your man, no matter how awful he is. Yeah, I, I agree that, like, if you're in a good relationship, yeah, I mean, like, don't air out your bullshit. But at the same time, I feel like telling someone to, to be jealous when anyone gives them any kind of positive attention... But don't be fucking crazy, even though being jealous when anyone gives them any positive attention is going to make you look fucking crazy, is a lot. That's... <sighs> this one actually continues. There's another paragraph. Oh, God, no. Okay. When you have issues or problems, do not tell your friends or family because it'll tarnish their opinions of him. Oh, which that's ultimately, Which ultimately won't be ideal for you. Oh, my God. It, it makes your man out to be the bad guy, and if he finds out you aired his dirty laundry... He'll be uncomfortable around these people later. Women may love to vent, but keep it under control. So this is not really what I was thinking of in terms of don't air out your dirty laundry. I was thinking bring it to the other person so that you can actually communicate about it and be mature. Maybe I, <laughs> I'm i not so worried about the reputation and what other people are going to think about him, which is going to be bad for me later. That is such a self-centered way of looking at a relationship it's so fucking transactional and like you need to worry about his reputation because that's going to affect your reputation is this like is this the fucking 40s like what is happening right now maybe be concerned with communicating with them rather than other people about them for the relationship's sake because you would rather actually build a relationship and if they hear that you're talking about them behind behind their back they're going to be more reluctant to communicate with you because you've proven yourself to not have any interest in that oh my god yeah but the kill bill warning sirens that go off for me in that section Mm. is uh the whole if you have issues or problems do not tell your friends or family yeah there is if you have issues or problems definitely talk to your friends and family yeah. Try to get perspective on that relationship and figure out if maybe you're not seeing what's going on, if you need an extra perspective, but don't rely on only your partner. Yes, and I should be clear, I think there definitely is a difference between like telling your friends and family every time they do something that annoys you versus like 
something's been a consistent problem and like you're not sure if this is a red flag and like needing a second opinion i feel like there's a difference yeah and i feel like if you have a good partner they would also like affirm that like i i don't think i would expect shiloh to like not tell any of our friends if they're worried about something that's been going on between us you know i feel like that's such like an unwise (sighs) telling women that they need to stay silent for men in order to maintain a relationship is a really dangerous thing to push oh yes like that that like just reading this i'm sitting here thinking well certainly don't date whoever wrote this right Uh, number six red flag (laughs) Yeah, they are a walking red flag. Number six, and this is the final one. Okay. Men want 100% of a woman. Uh, Be open. If you give him 100% of yourself, he's more likely to reciprocate. The better a girl treats me, the better I treat her. Oh, no. Kill Bill Sirens. Wee! Oh, no. Wee! Oh, no. Remember, ladies, having a guy bang you is not an accomplishment. Having him want to be with you, on the other hand, is... Did a man write this? It doesn't specifically say. It says it was written by the staff, but I have to assume, yes. Based on what that just said. Oh, I was wrong. It's 2014 is when this article was from. Okay. Yeah, this feels a little 2014 to me. That is so... Oh my god. My treatment of a person... I do not treat people with universal respect. I treat people transactionally and in exact accordance to how well they treat me. And and how... How well they treat me according to my standards. So in their by their standards, they might be treating me well. But if I think they're not giving enough, you don't know what someone's 100% is. Yep. If they're not giving me enough in my opinion... They're not going to treat them like a piece of shit because they're acting like a piece of shit by my standards. I fucking hate that. I hate that. And yep, they, so wonder, that, they wonder why we been... say we hate men. Uh, okay, not listen. Not all men. I should also be clear. Okay, not you're going to not all men me. <laughs> the men who are included in the not all men know that they're not part of that sweeping statement. There you go. They know that. They already know that. The author of this article, however, would fight with me and go, but it's not all men. I mean, not all men, but you. But you in particular, actually. You specifically have set off the Kill Bill siren so many times in reading that short little list. It's correct. That is so... All I can say is, like, that is just so much. Like, I, I'm... I don't want to be like, an incel wrote that. Because I feel like that's a really universal insult for any man who acts shitty on the internet. But, like, I feel like whoever wrote that has never been in an actual like emotionally fulfilling relationship and is in no position to be giving other people advice on how to have a successful relationship oh definitely definitely also very dangerous for them to speak for all people of their demographic and say like yeah we all want this i don't know that all men would appreciate saying that like their partner should just come up and grab their junk if that's something you're into great you can love non-con as much as you want to that's not everybody's kink like you cannot really put that on somebody else pretty much so uh yeah that was that was the article i found really just toxic masculinity masculinity just epitomized there which, honestly, that segment really does seem to be constantly about toxic masculinity. I'll try to find something a little bit different next time. Yeah. Um, 
uh, I was gonna I was gonna say like make it something like a what not to wear kind of thing but I'm like that's always gonna come back to toxic masculinity every time that's gonna come back to toxic masculinity what well what not to wear is gonna not bring up the TV to show wear list okay that's a good idea also let's talk about what bullshit that show was they always made those women look so fucking ugly they just gave them Karen haircuts and chunky jewelry and called it a fucking day they looked so gross like let her wear her eclectic sweaters shut the fuck up oh this is a hell of a list oh the what not to my what not to wear list these are the style related items I've re- eliminated from my repertoire of choices either because they don't suit me or I don't find them chic okay this was published uh does not give a year so we don't know if the things listed on on this are something that they just thought didn't look good on them personally or if they think they're fucking ugly but either way that means you should eliminate them that is so fucking funny well it doesn't say that you should eliminate them just that this person doesn't like them and does not find them chic okay that's true ugg boots outside of the home what ugg boots outside of the home don't wear them outside okay Chuggy is is the word that people are using a lot lately, and they attach that a lot to Ugg boots, and that kind of comes back. Uh, listen, this again comes back to toxic masculinity, because circa 2012, 2013, 2014, Ugg boots were attached to the stereotype of the basic white girl, and yep. men hate when women like things, and so you're not allowed to have your pumpkin spice lattes and your and your infinity scarves and your Ugg boots, but you're fucking basic. Cool. You don't like when women do anything though. When a woman dresses alt, she's trying to not be like other girls. So, like, which do you want? You know what I mean? Um, so, Ugg boots are chuggy, whatever. Cringe is dead. Do what you want. Pretty much. Number two, Crocs and flat sandals. Cringe is dead. Do what you want. Everyone likes Crocs now. Is she on drugs? Crocs Everyone- are comfortable. Crocs are comfortable, and they are coming back simply by virtue of being fun and ugly. Everyone loves ugly things. They are funny. You could wear them ironically, and then they became not ironic. Wear Crocs. Uh, don't wear any item of clothing that has become worn or tatty. I won't wear these at home either. I mean, okay, sure. <laughs> okay, do what you want. This uh-huh. also strikes me as somebody who has money, though, because honestly... Yes! I'm going to wear my worn-out shit that I enjoyed at home. Right, like they have the money to, like, replace all their homeware. Okay, I've been wearing the same pair of pajama pants since high school. And does it, like, go halfway up my fucking leg? Yeah, mind your business. That's between me and God. Uh, baggy bottoms of any kind, including track pants, loose leggings, or draped trousers, all look frumpy on me. Okay, they look frumpy on you. Okay. So but... it's not a good universal statement, just saying it, they personally don't like it for them. Yeah, I, I think this whole thing is stuff that they don't personally like for them. Yeah. I feel like there is something to be said for, though, in terms of, like what we find attractive is sort of like what we've been conditioned to find attractive versus do they look frumpy or does it not show off your figure? Why is that a bad thing versus why do you think that? Et cetera, et cetera. Toxic masculinity and realistic beauty standards. Ooh, I like, uh, okay, this one. Uh, Hues with a yellow undertone, chartreuse, orange, and mustard, they make me look ill. Speaking as somebody who is a winter. You are very much a winter. I agree. Yellow tone stuff makes me look jaundiced. Yeah. So, I get where the author is coming from with this. If I'm remembering correctly, I believe I was a fall. Um, I'm pretty sure I was. So, 
I remember mom being like jealous or whatever because I could wear yellow, but her Hannah and you very much could not just because like nope. of your undertones. Um, but yeah. I have like olive-ish undertones, so it ends up going okay for me more or less. Uh, anything fitted and skin revealing. If what? I want to look sexy, I will choose either fitted or showing skin, but not both. How, hold on. I'm trying to get a good idea of what would be skin revealing, but not fitted. Like a loose crop top, maybe? There's no way in hell you're going to get a loose crop A loose crop top is going to be flying out and showing your titties. Th- that is impossible. A loose crop top? I don't know. I'm just throwing out ideas here. Maybe... Maybe like a really, maybe like a loose dress, but it has like spaghetti straps. I don't see the appeal there. They maybe they like big baggy shorts. It's short, so it reveals your skin, but it's big and baggy. Just really wide shorts. That's really not going to be flat- flattering on anyone, though. Okay, so it was it was skin revealing, but not fitted, or fitted and not skin revealing. Okay, so you exactly. wear like a tight turtleneck. Turtlenecks are sexy. I will give you that. Turtlenecks oh, yeah. are so sexy. I don't know what it is about them. It probably is just the fitted nature. There's just something about turtlenecks that is inherently horny. I know because I wore them for two years straight in my first couple years of college, and it was a very good time for me. So I, I can see that one. But as far as, like, skin revealing and not fitted, I don't really understand. Yeah, it, it is a bit of a, a conundrum. Uh, number yeah. eight on this list large patterns i prefer solid colors or small patterns such as mini polka dots or fine stripes okay, okay so that's a personal one i can see that. that's a personal one but you know what i'm kind of along the same boat like i i don't like large patterns either mm. but i'll wear something striped or polka dotted it's like tiny polka dots but i, I usually go for solid colors personally I think if I'm doing large patterns, it's got to be busy because I do like really like gaudy, funky button downs. And so like if they do have big patterns, it has to be like really busy and like really different ones. You know what I mean? So I can't even say patterns really, just print. Yeah. I can't really say patterns. Like I have one that has like a bunch of different like neon signs. Like it looks like neon street signs, like something you'd find like a city pop video. And like some of them are in Japanese and it's really cool. It's just like super fucking busy. And I'd say they're fairly big. But, like, it's very busy, and they're all very different. Uh, let's see. Uh, foundation. Okay. I like a natural look, so prefer tinted sunscreen or a BB cream. Okay. BB cream, I never really was too big on makeup. BB cream was what I always ended up defaulting to, I think, whenever I actually had to do a full face. Um, and I can't remember what it stands for. Um, what is it? I need to I need Like, to I should know... I'm it's so bad with like, makeup stuff. I'm so bad with makeup stuff. And I'm trying to get better and learn. But mm. just like, it's so daunting because there's so much of it. It's very much, it's very daunting. It's basically like thinner, lighter foundation. So it's not really cakey, um, like okay. standard full coverage foundation. Um BB cream, otherwise known as blemish balm or beauty balm. BB cream is a makeup product formulated with skincare benefits that include hydration, anti-aging, and SPF protection. Oh, deadass. Um, so BB cream is a hydrating makeup ideal for dry skin. So it's like tinted moisturizer, basically. Um, okay. But CC cream has more coverage, um, lighter, more matte, best for oily and acne-prone skin. Okay. So BB creams do tend to be like lighter and more comfortable to wear if you're not used to wearing foundation. And so that's why it was really ideal for me. I remember going to um, unnamed large uh, makeup store. Um, Does and it start for, with the letter S? 
No, it was the other one. Starts I don't know what you. the other one is. You. Starts with... I'm not. Ulta. Oh, gotcha. You should bleep that out. That'd be really funny. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, um, I'm not going to bleep it out because I was thinking of Sephora, but we're not advertising them. So we're I just... know. But it's funny yeah. to cut out the names. Sephora um, smells bad to me. I don't know what it is. I don't like the way it smells. Ulta okay. feels very safe, though. Um, okay. But I was trying to find foundation for prom in senior year, and I was like, none of these look right to me, and they all feel bad. And she was like, how about BB cream? And I was like, I don't know what the fuck that is. Give it to me. I'm going to drink it. And it was <laughs> great. So I took that to prom, and I've had it ever since. I've literally had the same thing for, like, the same can for, like, five years. Holy I crap. Don't, I don't wear a lot of makeup. I really don't, especially not as of late. Last time I wore it was, like, February. Definitely been a while. Yeah. Uh, let's let's see. Uh, scarves. Somehow they always look matronly on me. You know yeah. what? I look good in a scarf. You do look good in a so scarf. I, I'm sorry for this person who does not look good in scarves because I love scarves. I have so many. They're very fun. I They look matronly. I, I guess I can see that depending on the kind of scarf you're wearing or the kind of outfit you're wearing with it. But they're just so fun and cozy in the winter. Oh, I'm not going to fault them. I just really love a good scarf. Uh, number 11 on this list is hats. Oh, I okay. wish, but no. No hats at all? Apparently this person just can't wear hats. Listen, to be fair, I would like to be a person who has fun with hats. I always really liked the little, oh, the fucking bell hats. You know the ones that they always wear in cute little movies about, like, female protagonists in the 40s who write books or whatever. I feel like every single book or movie about that specific scenario has her wearing one of these little bell hats. I like those so much, and I would love to be able to pull it off, but I feel like I'd have to be a 40s housewife in order to wear that. And now I just wear, like, baseball caps and do I think they look good? I'm not sure, but they're very functional and very mass. They are functional. They're extremely functional. That's why that's why dudes wear them so much. It's just a really functional hat, and you throw it on, don't have to worry about your hair. Exactly. Call it good. It kind of, it can make an outfit that the rest of it is kind of schlubby. You put on the hat, and it looks intentional, you know? Yep. It's like intentional schlub, then. It's the, it's the third thing that ties the outfit together. Exactly. For me, it's usually like the dog tag with no actual words on it, which outs me as a fraud and the baseball cap out there stealing valor yeah <laughs> stealing valor which makes you braver than the troops yeah boy trans i should probably people cut are that out. Than, tra- trans people are braver than the troops leave it in leave it okay, in the podcast that, that'll, that'll stay in oh <laughs> uh, goodness so that that's actually all i really had for everything because like i said the news cycle has been so horrific lately it's been harder to find stuff that we could talk about at length without getting way too depressing yeah and all i had going on today was getting rear-ended which really annoyed the crap out of me just okay public service announcement folks traffic laws have not vanished even though there's a plague going on that's please still put on your blinkers use your blinkers brake with plenty of distance like you know just 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 drive drive courteously that's all i'm asking don't don't trust your brakes to stop at the last minute if you're like us you don't have a lot of extra money laying around and your brakes could probably use some work since the last time you got them done don't trust them that close just don't do it have i ever told you about the time my brakes failed uh i don't think so so i was on a a road in our town mm-hmm. that has a very steep hill. Oh no! Going down. I know. And the I was one. at the top oh, of. 
I was at the top of the hill where my brakes failed. And my brakes failed because I couldn't afford to get them fixed for a while. And I had just ground down the rotors to nothing. So I had to, like, hit the emergency brake to kind of slow myself down and swerve into an apartment complex parking lot. And then, you know, call our parents to try to give me a hand to get a tow and stuff. Oh, no. And the end, I ended up spending $800 to get my brakes fixed. Because I I'd ground the rotors to nothing. So kids, when you first start hearing that squeak, go get your brakes fixed. It'll only cost you like four hundred bucks at that point. But if you have to take yeah. care of the rotors, that like doubles the price. Yeah, I need to get mine done soon. Shiloh got theirs done recently. I need to just kind of generally get the whole thing checked out. But uh, you know, yeah, I mean it's it's money. It's expensive. Yeah. Also, you know, it's a pain in the butt. Yeah. And honestly, I'd, I'd rather not have to deal with a car and car repairs. I'd rather there was, like, good public transportation, and then I could just use that. Exactly. Exactly. If we had, man, if we had a bus system here that actually worked, I would use it oh, every same. day. I, I've been thinking about taking the bus to school, because unnamed local university has a pretty robust, like, transportation system, but only in that area. And so I kind of am considering, like, using that, because it could be pretty good. Um, Leave an hour early. Leave, like, two hours early. Yeah. And, like, my first classes do start at a time where, like, that would be pretty feasible. Like, my first class is at 11.35. So, like, I could. I could do that. So I might. Because parking in those parking garages is pretty treacherous, as I've been learning this past week. Oh, when I, when I, went, when I went there, yeah, it's extremely treacherous. Yeah. Uh, when I went, there were something like... 40,000 parking spots including faculty parking but 60,000 students fucking nightmare yeah I had to pay money to rent a parking spot from a bar that was like sort of across the street from campus but if I had class on the opposite end of campus I had to walk through all of campus to get to it which meant even with my reserved spot it still took me like 30 to 40 minutes of walking to get to my class yeah I keep, like, looking up every day, like, okay, wh- how's the parking situation in each in each garage? Because Unnamed Local University does have, like, an app that tells you how full each garage is, which is really useful. That um, is useful. I wish they had that when I went there. It is nice, but I, ke- I keep, like, looking up, like, okay, how how close is this to my class? How long will I have to walk? Where will I have to go? Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's just a lot, so I'm walking much more than I have in the past like year and a half thanks to the plague, so it's it's really confusing my poor, broken little body, but it's good for me, so that's I was nice. going to say, it's exercise, if nothing else. It is, yeah. Burning um, those calories. Yeah, I went to the library right before this class, um, and I had to walk to and from my car, and it was only like seven minutes, but I still overestimated my ability to walk quickly. So, I, I'm, I've been... I've been learning how to properly judge my my abilities. It is difficult. <laughs> As you do. I am out of shape. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, out of shape, too. I've actually started doing jumping jacks. Oh, that's fine. To try to get back in shape. I'm up to doing 100 per day. Hey, that's great. Shit. Not all at once. Like, okay. I'll do, like, 30, and then I'll do 30, then I'll do, like, you know, 30, and I'll do 10. Yeah. I hate doing them because um, it hurts my hurts my titties. It's it's just too much. I it doesn't do it. hurt. Mine, unfortunately, are uh, not huge. So no, I, I, it doesn't really affect me whenever I uh, 
I'm excited for when I can exercise without having to deal with that. I do not envy you since you're going in the opposite direction. I just start wearing sports bras. Yeah, that's what I thought. I look like a war-torn veteran. <laughs> Trans what? people are braver than the troops. I thought I could wear sports bras too, and it just it just doesn't it doesn't do a lot for me. Well, from what I've heard with um, being on HRT, my boobies will grow uh, to not as large as they would have been if I was AFAB. Mm. So I I may not have as much issue. Okay. As, so as, as you had. Yeah. It should be okay then. Yeah. But, but I wouldn't mind a little bit more. I'm going to have to go back out to do more studying after this. Gonna go what? To, yeah, we're going to go to Unnamed Local Cafe because Shiloh has nine assignments due tonight. Oh my god. And I have 150 pages of reading to do. Like, I'm still working through it. So, like, I... I don't yeah. know. I'm gonna be doing it tonight and I guess fucking doing it all tomorrow or at least figure out how to cheat. <laughs> That's a lie. I'm joking, university, if you hear this. I'm joking. I'm not gonna read the spark notes for my literature class. You kinda can't not read it. They're gonna know. You know, you'd think... <laughs> I don't speak from experience I haven't I, yeah <laughs> I sure I just, haven't I, I, done I just love how you just said you know you think just dead air after that <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh. I, w- I wish this was a visual media <laughs> I took lit classes in, in this class uh, not in this class I took lit classes at this university last semester uh, and then I regretted it. So I thought I would do three times that much this semester. Because that's a wise choice. Yeah. I really had to get that that particular genre of credits in, though, for my major, which is mm. a massive bummer. Um, I don't like to read anywhere near as much as I used to. In my, Th- in my lit class last go-round, I think I read two out of the necessary seven like assigned books. It might have been three. No, it was two. Because we had to write an essay every few months. And so the first the first time I wrote an essay on the book I read, the second time I wrote an essay on the book I read, and then for the final essay, they'd originally said that you can't write it on a book you read before, but they changed it because of the plague. So I just wrote the final essay on the second book again, but on a different topic. And I got an A in that class. So Well, I was going to say, they're probably going to be a little bit less lenient with the plague this time because we're apparently all ignoring the plague that's still going on so yeah i suspect it's going to take about three months for the school to shut down because of delta but i might just be i i might be optimistic i might be overestimating their ability to see how bad things are going when we had this many cases at the beginning of the plague they shut everything down yeah they did like insane to think about and yet here we are with this many cases again you know the the CDC is projecting 100,000 more deaths before December 1st. Did oh you know God. that COVID-19 has killed more people in 18 months than HIV has killed in 40 years? Oh, my God. And there are laws on the books that if mm. you expose, knowingly expose someone to HIV, you go to prison. God damn. You know, you'd think. <laughs> you would think. You would think. Oh, man. Yay, we're living in a collapsing empire. 
Right, like, and what the fuck are we supposed to do? Go to work? I'm supposed to go to my job? Apparently. No, I hate it there. You're supposed to continue business as usual while everything collapses around you and catches on fire. That doesn't feel right at all. I feel like I should be, like, road tripping or something before the, the before the United States breaks up into a bunch of little pieces. Road tripping? In this know. plague? <laughs> In this economy? No. <laughs> yeah, right? No. In this environmental collapse? You can literally just pick from a list. You can just pick from a list. In, in, this, in this climate collapse? In this economic crisis? In this pandemic? You can just, you can just pick! Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> That's not even a funny joke. That's just morbidly true. To the point where it's like, I can't do anything but laugh, or else I'm going to have a mental breakdown and stop taking my meds. Like, oh god. Road trip with this horse dewormer? <laughs> Road trip in this ivermectin? Oh my god. Uh, that'd be the worst. Taking ivermectin than trying to drive and having explosive <laughs> shits. Did you know that it's so powerful that whenever they give it to horses, they have to separate the horse they gave it to because the shits just blow out the back like a fucking Jackson Pollock painting? And horses are pretty fucking strong. Horses are pretty fucking big, too. Not Can you imagine how much of a mess painting. that is? I just took psychic damage from that comment, and it took me a sec to process it. Oh, my God. I The phrase strong as a horse is literally, like, common in this language. And for us to be just shooting up fucking horse shit magic into our veins and, and presuming to be strong enough to handle it is so, so brave. Oh, Icarus. Oh, oh, God. <sighs> we've, flown, we've flown too close to the shit-covered sun. <laughs> you've flown too close to the horse's ass. <laughs> uh, never get near a horse's ass. You know, I hate... You know, to be honest, I dislike horses. Why? What's your fucking beef with horses? Oh, I have a very good beef with horses. I went to a, a summer camp when I was in middle school, mm-hmm. and they had horse riding trails... And the horse that I was on decided it didn't like me and tried to scrape me off with the electric fence. Okay, now wait a fucking minute. Are you judging the actions of... Are you judging all horses by the actions of one horse? Yes. Okay, Micah says Ahab, I guess. Like, I... I you can't judge all the fucking Yes. Horses. All horses want to kill Moby Dick. <laughs> all horses are all like, from hell's heart I stab at thee with... For hate's sake, I spit my last breath at thee. There's so many levels to that whole exchange. I'm, oh my god. Uh, I also went to a summer camp with horse riding trails, and I personally had a really good time, and I did it more than once. Oh, good so. for you. Well, I'm, I'm glad your horse wasn't anti-human and trying to I, kill you like mine I did. guess maybe your horse was just a bad apple. Maybe you shouldn't judge the actions of all horses. I'm just saying. Bad apple spoils the bunch, which means because that horse is a bad apple, all horses are bad apples. It means a systemic issue between all horses. So you need to round them all up and figure something out. Defund the horse force is all I'm saying. (laughs) Defund the horse force. (laughs) What is this garbage? Defund all stables. No, we need to abolish all stables. (laughs) That sounds like you're proposing to kill all horses. Oh my god. If it keeps me from getting scraped off with an electric fence. 
Listen, within the metaphor you've crafted, that's a dangerous thing to say. Do not get us targeted by the FBI. I do not want this. Okay, no, that is fair. But, uh, <laughs> still. That was a horses. joke. Micah just doesn't like horses, and there is no further metaphor. Hey, I am not a fan of... I don't, I don't like big equine animals. I don't like horses. I don't like moose. Moose are terrifying monsters. Moose they are, are fucking big. They moose are, are far bigger than anyone seems to think they are. And they, they are, are not to be houses. with. On legs that feed on people screams, moose are the enemy. Just sort of universally, moose, who don't really tend to pick fights with humans as far as I can tell. Yes, they do. Oh, God. This is the last thing we need. Moose will hunt you down. If a moose sees you, moose will charge. A road trip in this moose apocalypse? Exactly. That's terrifying. I was so angry when I found out our northern border does not protect us from mooses. (laughs) What? They could just come in from Canada? Yeah. All these, elite, all these illegal, angry, mooses, illegal mooses are immigrant. coming in from Canada, taking fine jobs Stealing from Americans <laughs> after it mauls the Americans to take their job. These, the mooses, the meese, the meese need to be stopped. I hate that we share the same brain cells, so we're both trying to get the same joke about illegal mooses taking our jobs and our lives away from our fine Americans. Taking away blue collar workers. God damn. Uh, I don't think I really processed that in terms of, of like the fact that animals from up north, just sort of vaguely pointing north, could come down here. But that also makes me question, like, yeah, I mean, I guess they can. What did you think the northern border looked like in terms of protecting us from moose? Like, did you think there are people posted up with shotguns? Just wait. There's not a wall up there. Hey, like, a shotgun's not going to stop a moose. You need something stronger than a shotgun. Excuse me? Shotguns don't stop moose. Hey, what the fuck? Now, shotguns shoot a bunch of little tiny pellets. You need something with stopping power. So, like a machine gun or like a nuke? A lot of machine guns that are smaller caliber would not stop a moose. You need something that is a larger caliber gun, like a .30-06, to stop a moose. And even then, you need several shots from it. Moose cannot be stopped. They are angry monsters. They are a nightmare. I now understand your hesitance as far as moose go. <laughs> a flamethrower. If a moose catches on fire, does it have still flame gonna... repellent fur? No, because then you're just going to have a fiery moose coming down at you. <laughs> it's still it's still a big, angry moose. It just now has an extra weapon it's going to utilize against exactly. you and your car. <laughs> exactly. All you've done is armed the moose. It's still an angry moose. It can just set your car on fire now. <laughs> There's no way it's ending well. If you shoot if you shoot a moose with a shotgun, now the moose has bullets. God. I I I wish you hadn't introduced me to a new fear. I really wish you hadn't. Hey, there's a reason I don't travel up north anymore. Other than I'm broke. I'm just terrified of moose. Are moose 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 is the plural of moose. Are yes. moose in Oregon? Cuz I feel like that's like the one place yes. I like Washington. Moose are in Oregon, moose are in Washington, moose Moose come down as far as, like, the Smoky Mountains sometimes. Oh, that's not great. That's that's a little closer to Florida than I would like them to be, actually. I mean, I've been... we're lucky because it gets hotter down here than the moose can handle. So heat can kill moose. I mean, like, you know, they overheat, but, you Climate know. change is coming to stop the moose apocalypse, and then we get the climate apocalypse instead. Climate change that... kill... Cl- but is that climate a fair change... trade? 
climate change killing all the moose is a plus side to climate change killing humanity? Thoughts? Yeah, but hurricanes get worse, so we're stuck between a moose and a hurricane place. Can moose survive hurricane? I don't know. They probably can. Moose can swim. Moose Moose can can swim. swim. I've seen them. Maybe they would survive hurricanes then. Can you imagine a hurricane just throwing moose around? If you put a a moose in a hurricane, now the moose is fast. You have created another (laughs) problem. (laughs) Now you've just got flying moose. Now the moose can attack you from above. If you put a moose in a natural disaster, the elements are now on his side. You have to isolate them. Put you got to put you got you got to put moose in one of those big glass jail cells like like an X-Men. No, the moose will punch the jail cell. Then the moose has glass shards. You are just <laughs> giving them more things to work with. Are you fucking dumb? Put the moose in isolation, padded cell. That is the only way they are going to stop. No, I, I lost it. I, I was going to say, something. I see you coming up with a rebuttal, but I feel like I finally found something that'll actually stop the moose. If your anxiety cannot come up with another actually, solution. Because no. then all you're doing with a padded cell is giving the moose somewhere comfortable to sleep. So that so? they're better rested to tear out of the cell and come after you. Um, so my idea is that there was like cinder blocks behind the padded cell, but the problem is that you still have to like get it in some way. So it does still have to be a door. Lower it through the ceiling. Ceiling, too tall for the moose to reach. That is going to be a lot of upward space needed because moose are fucking tall. So you're talking about a moose pit. Um, you know, I was actually thinking of sort of like individual moose hidey holes because you have to separate them from each other or else they are going to like collaborate as like co-conspirators and they are just going to stack. And again, moose are extremely tall. You get a moose ladder going, you're fucked. They're taking down the Empire State Building. There is nothing you can do anymore. They've taken down the seat of power of this country. Do not put the moose together. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Pause. (laughs) Did you just call the Empire State's building the seat of power (laughs) of the United States? So, in my head, I was also thinking then they could take down the White House, but I just didn't want to say that they'd take down the White House. So, I just kind of skipped that step, and then you called me on it. So, now I look dumb. Oh, goodness. This is the moose fault. This is the moose's fault. They've got me all worked up now. I'm, like, sweaty and everything. I had to move my fan for the podcast. If I hadn't been talking about the moose, I wouldn't have gotten so worked up. (laughs) Fuck moose. I started this podcast feeling ambiguous about about moose, like, at worst, and now I'm, like, mad at them and I'm sweaty. This is a moose-hating podcast, and if you support moose, you can go ahead and block me. D&I if moose or moose lover. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not gonna fuck with you if you like moose. I'm sorry. I I just remembered that one of my mods actually goes by moose and does actually (gasps) really enjoy moose. He's on the inside! Scott. Scott the moose man, I'm coming for you. Fuck you, Scott. You're off the te- you're off the team. I'm not doing this anymore. Fuck Scott. Fuck Moose. All my homies hate Moose. Scott's oh, gonna feel goodness. so targeted by this. Scott is gonna feel targeted. Scott, it's you know what? We love so you, Scott. Targeted. It's just you have questionable taste in animals. And you know what? Usually I would judge someone harshly for liking Moose. But Scott, you sound like a decent person who just fell in with the wrong crowd. A crowd of moose. A crowd of moose. You know, Scott was actually one of the first people to die in the Subsims Hunger Games we did a while back, so I think Scott's pretty non-threatening as far as moose people go. However, I am now considering people who like moose, I wonder if they like them because they are powerful. Perhaps they do not fear them, but they view them as powerful allies. Thoughts on allying with the moose. Is it possible? No. Okay. The moose will use you until the moose get what the moose want, and then you're just another human scream for them to feed on. Little known fact, 
Moose are gaslighters. They will gaslight you and they will fuck your mom. And it's going to be really horrible. Like they, like at this point, they've taken down the Empire State Building. They've taken down the White House. They've taken down Barack Obama, current president of the United States. (laughs) And you're all just fucked. You're absolutely doomed. This was recorded the year of our Lord 2021. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess the takeaway from this episode is, uh, moose are bad. Moose is pretty bad. Moose are bad. So, uh, I guess that's been this episode of Gender Swap. Uh, Stevie, where can people find you? Um, on mooseisbad.com. I should actually buy that domain if it exists and then make it redirect <laughs> to my website. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Googling. Moose is, mooseisbad.com. Hey, no one's bought it. Uh, well, maybe I should. Mooseisbad.com does not exist, and now I'm tempted. I digress, however. You can find me over at stevieb.com, soon to be home of moosesbad.com. Um, I am on TikTok. I am on Twitch. Um, lots of good shit going on over there. Please follow me on TikTok so I don't lose my career. Also, follow me on Twitch so I can say silly things on Tuesday and Thursday nights to you. Um, and I think that about wraps it up. Oh, we do also have a Twitter account for the podcast, which I mentioned earlier. Gender underscore swap underscore pod. Uh, and Micah, where can the, where, fuck. And Micah, where can the good people find you? The good people can find me on Twitter at mxmaxwellmusic. Uh, you can also, if you want to listen to the music that I constantly talk about, sometimes that I put at the end of the episode and some of you like and some of you ignore, that's fine. You don't have to listen to it. But if you want to listen to my music, you can go to mxmaxwell1.bandcamp.com where you can hear a bunch of music that I've written. You can also hear me on Spotify, but probably for only for another month or so because I'm taking it down because it costs a lot of money to get keep my stuff up on Spotify and it just has not been worth the past several years. It's we the also, Moose's fault. Inflating it is Spotify fault. costs. Uh, we also have a Patreon that you can go to, the Gender Swap Patreon, where if you support us for $3 a month, you get extra episodes and extra moose-free content. No moose on Patreon.com. There actually is an explicit clause in their terms and conditions that means you have to promise not to be a moose. It's like how there's a CAPTCHA for, like, not being a robot. There is a separate, smaller CAPTCHA for not being a moose. And the reason it's so small is because moose's stupid, like, hooves are far too big to actually, like, get into the tiny CAPTCHA. Exactly. So I think that, uh... I think we just about covered everything. Yeah, that's been another episode of the Moose Haters Podcast, a.k.a. Gender Swap. Uh, Yeah, I guess we're good. Bye. Okay, so bye.